You started this. You started. Yeah, I started the problem. it. I started it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the you're the you're the high chew dealer. I'm no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the dealer. I didn't deal any. I didn't make money, but I became the high chew OG. Okay. Hello everyone, welcome to the episode 13 of the K Koji podcast. We are your hosts, K and Koji, continuing on from the previous episode of talking about my trip to Mexico. I am now back in Tokyo and in a quarantine at my home for two weeks. I am not allowed to leave my home for the next two weeks, which really sucks. Uh, you know, I just wanted to share with you border crossing aspect of how my trip went down uh, my trip to Mexico and then eventually to the States back to Japan so uh, you know have you traveled outside of Canada uh, since COVID started okay no not at all like I've, I've stayed in Canada so you haven't even and, left your province like the entire time well yeah I've never left the province I've just been like if I went anywhere okay. it's all like local places and like, do you have any plans um, to like uh, like the yeah. islands and yes, stuff okay where are you going yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. But, well, I don't know, because, like, I don't know when it's okay yeah. for us to open up. And, and oh, like, yeah. there's a new variant of COVID and all this other yeah, garbage. Yeah. You so know, I, like, I feel like I when know, it comes man. to, like, um, COVID traveling, you need to go when it's when it's open. Like, you need to just go. You just need to book your flight and go. Otherwise, you don't know when the, when the border closes again. When, you know, there's a new variant. I think that was reported a couple of days ago happening in, um, that emerged in South, South Africa, right? And eventually, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to lead to Europe uh, in no time and could potentially, you know, go to the North America and po- perhaps Asia. So, you know, I, I traveled to Mexico, US and Japan this trip. And, you know, I just want to, like, summarize what kind of things I had to do to enter each country and eventually arrive back in Japan. So what happened? Um, so in Japan, first leaving Japan, you're not allowed to use a public, tra- you know, public transportation when you're coming back from the airport to your home or to wherever you're quarantining. So you have to have either somebody, your family member pick you up or you drive your car and park it at the airport. So I, I don't live with anyone. I live alone. So I took my car to the airport and parked it for almost three weeks at the airport, which could be very expensive. So I used like uh, this, this service that uh, I think takes my car from the airport and parks it a little bit far away from the airport. So to keep the cost down. And then entering Mexico, I think Mexico is one of the easiest countries to enter uh, during COVID. So they have basically no restrictions, uh, no requirements for vaccination, no requirements for uh, negative test results, which is a little bit uh, concerning from my perspective. They should at least ask for a negative test result. You just need to complete a questionnaire confirming that you have no COVID-like symptoms prior to entering Mexico, you know, before your flight. So that was very very easy i actually went to mexico last year there was no one traveling i went around the same time last year and in in november and last year there was no one traveling to mexico because covid was way more serious and at that time it was crazy because they were checking everyone at the airport at the customs so they opened up my bag 
uh, and checked every single thing that was in my bag. And they were doing that to every other passenger. I, I feel like maybe because the, the customs uh, people wanted to, you know, had some quotas, <laughs> you know, they wanted to keep their numbers up uh, and they just weren't getting enough passengers. So they said they decided to check all the bags. It was very uncomfortable. This year, though, uh, the lineup at the airport was huge uh, entering the country. Um, I had to wait for like an hour just to, you know, enter uh, the country at the immigration. Well, one thing I want to ask before we talk about like you entering Mexico, before you can even take your flight Mm -hmm. from Japan to Mexico, what kind of like things did you have to do? Actually, no paperwork required. Fly over. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Did you have to do a test or something before you could leave? uh, Result is required. You could just go there. But yeah, but you need to complete an online questionnaire, you know, like a very short one takes like five minutes max, uh, just to confirm that you don't have any COVID-like symptoms. Uh, it was in and English. Is that in Japanese in or in English? But it's like very level. simple, like super easy stuff. And once you arrive in the country, you don't need to quarantine at all. Not at all in Mexico. So, you know, in you Mexico? can just uh, walk out of the airport and do your thing right away. One thing, though, uh, a lot of Mexicans, especially people that work in restaurants, were wearing masks. Like, I, I think people that work in, like, bars and restaurants, they were wearing masks, like, 100%. Whereas in the U.S., no one was wearing masks. Well, not everyone. No, no, not no one, but, like, most people weren't wearing masks. And that actually concerned me a little bit when I saw uh, the kitchen of the restaurant because no one was wearing masks. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, when when you entered Mexico, it's just they mm-hmm. checked everything in your yeah. bag. Just a normal process. Just like process. the normal process, and it sounds like. this year, it was way busier than last year, you know, uh, because I think increased uh, inflow of tourists uh, entering the, com- uh, the country. But it was just a pretty normal situation for me. And, you know, got to go on with my trip. Actually, like, makes me wonder, really, the effectiveness of border control when you have like a certain number of cases uh, already happening in your country what's uh, what's really the point of because uh, mexico i think has like five thousand or six thousand cases per day uh every day uh even now and i guess it makes no difference if you you know if you restrict the 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 border uh or not because you already have a certain number of people with, with covid entering the country any you know uh, which that's one way to deal with it so it was very simple smooth a little bit worried if it's okay if it's enough but um, yeah that's that's the case the vaccination rate in mexico is uh i think it's close to 60 percent so it's not bad a lot of people are vaccinated Mm. so felt generally safe Uh, a lot of people wearing masks too entering the u.s was also pretty easy from my perspective i'm i'm fully vaccinated so i got i got i got two doses of the uh, vaccination shots, uh, Moderna, and I just needed to provide my vaccination certificate. And also, I had to take uh, testing uh, for COVID, but they, you know, I could just take it at any clinic in Mexico. It took me like literally like 10 minutes to get the result because I just had to take an antigen test and it, and it was like 25 bucks. Yeah. And I just walk in and I take the test and 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 go back with the result. I upload it to uh, the airline's uh, portal, and obviously you have to fill out. You know, if you're not uh, 
So there, there's like a form you have to fill out online, which is quite extensive. But uh, for for I think any 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 foreigners that are not uh, part of NAFTA, maybe. So ESTA, you have to fill out, which was which which is the same as what we used to fill out before, and you just enter the country. Uh, you you have your vaccination certi- vaccination certificate, upload it online. You have your negative result um, uploaded online, and they just let you in right away. You know, as long as you're on your flight, I think the burden of confirming um, those, um, you know, the responsibility of confirming that you're fully vaccinated and and have negative test result is on the airlines, not on the immigration. So, you know, they checked that already. So, you know, once I landed, it was like super smooth. I didn't feel any like physical paper or anything. I just, you know, show my passport and off, we, off I go, right? How much was the antigen test in Mexico that you had to take before was you like $25. could go to the US? Yeah, it's cheap. And it was so it was quick. Uh, Do you know how much it costs here when we take our antigen test? It what costs the like 200 fuck, fucking Canadian man? dollars before we can go into That's the US. Bullshit. It's such like bullshit. It's, yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? Like the... So like you, no should one's buy gonna want you should buy. You, um, you, charge. you should travel to Mexico first. <laughs> then spend. <laughs> I know, right? You know, it sounds like a few days on it sounds like I right, should just Mexico, like and then go to the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you want to go directly from Canada to the U.S., you have to take this stupid yeah. like test. How come? How come the price um, is so high? Because and then antigen test is very simple. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's not like I don't think it's an antigen okay. test. It's like the one that they swirl in your that, nose, that, or I the think one that you is spit the antigen test. The, because I had the same thing with the, the antigen test. I they just um, yeah. took a swab inside my nose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's like I don't know, man. They're like really like that's really silly. stealing from people. Do they only like, offer <laughs> at like a medical clinic, or they have like privatized like locations that do it? Yeah. Um, no I medical see. clinic. Medical clinic. That's that's one of the reasons why I'm still somewhat yeah, of an advocate yeah. of free free healthcare, right? Uh, of, yeah, like free free healthcare. Not necessarily like free free healthcare yeah. doesn't yeah. necessarily the optimal, right? Um. So anyway, sorry. The, no, I, I just it's only twenty five dollars, and you know, the cost was. I wasn't even in like a ma- like a major city. I was in Michoacan, uh, like Morelia in Michoacan. So it's like a a little bit countryside. And I, I was just, I just uh, Google search where is the nearest clinic that offers COVID testing. And I just walked in. Nobody was there. I was like the only customer. So they just like took me right away. Show my passport. They put down my passport number and everything. Just took a swab of, uh, I don't know if like, yeah, I don't know if it was like a proper swab, like uh, inside my nose, but they just did it very lightly. <laughs> and, the, and the test result came out to be negative. So I'm all good and yeah that sounds like a headache uh getting tested in canada yeah so yeah once i landed in the states though um it was it's just like you know business as usual um and i was surprised to see that nobody was wearing masks in the states like nobody was wearing masks uh nobody which is a little bit uh concerning to to a certain extent 
because uh, I mean, if you work in a restaurant, you sh- you might want to wear a mask. Uh, you know, just just for the just in case you have um, COVID, so that you don't pass it on to other people, right? They think I feel like I feel like a lot of Americans think uh, vaccination gives them a full immunity. But generally, it sounds mm-hmm. relatively free. That um, you can do yeah. a lot of like stuff. Um, yeah, I guess. Which is well, always oh, good. Oh, you just sent me this article. Um, uh, how some Canadian travelers are getting free COVID nineteen tests in the U.S. to return home. So there, there is like a awareness, yeah. right? Like rising awareness about how expensive it is to get a COVID test in 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 Canada, right? I guess. Yeah, and and PCR tests yeah, take like PCR forty eight hours. Time, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's just I don't know why we took we 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 were using like the longest ones. Now I think they um they're yeah. they're bringing in the low yeah. cost stuff, COVID tests now, um, mm-hmm. because there was so much outrage around this. So hopefully we'll be able to yeah, see more reasonable tests. Yeah, I mean, like reasonable really, tests, I think it's very simple stuff, and, and you should not. To me, twenty five dollars is it's that's that that should be like the cost of doing this. So yeah. And and I I think it's just a freaking crash yeah. cash grab from the government. Yeah, it's like it's like as a they tax, usually you know? do. If you want to travel, you get a taxi. It's like a way for them to like make yeah. money off of people. <laughs> it's so it's such yeah. like scumbag. Yeah, such scumbag. Man. So in the states, um. right? Those those uh <laughs> you know drive through tests are available for free. Usually, I think in many states. What gave me the biggest biggest fucking headache was coming back to Japan. Because I not only needed to get a COVID testing, but I had to get like a specific type of testing that are not usually administered in the state in the states. So it was a PCR testing, but I had to have like a deep like nasal swab or something. So they stick the thing like really deep in your nose. So you can get tested in the states for free in many locations, but not not that method like PCR testing, deep like nasal swab. And I, I don't know the correct like medical term for it. And on top of that, you need to have a form set forth by the Japanese uh, health health ministry um, filled by the doctor who administered the test and have it signed by the doctor. So not only that they ask for a specific, specific type of test, but they also ask for the form to be signed. It's not like the clinic form, the clinic's form, but the Japanese standard form to be signed by the doctor uh, to prove. Like it's, a, it's like a physical piece of paper, right? Because I think a lot of U.S. locations, they, they provide um, digital, like PDF. They send digital it to you over email. And they might be able to print it for you, but you know, usually it's digital and that, that will do the job. But in Japan... They somehow think paper is more, I guess, trustworthy than a PDF. Somehow, somewhere. Yeah, but COVID might be on the paper. So yeah, I know. Just give I it know, digital. But right? like <laughs> they, they wanted to do it on the paper, and I had to look everywhere, and to get that kind of test in Japan, uh, to in in San Diego, there are not many clinics that does it. First of all, there are like only like two or three places that does it, and. Each costs like $300, $400 even. Like it's it's ridiculous. 
because you know because of the the market right like nobody nobody wants wants to get that test except for the japanese people they can raise the price as mu- as much as possible i guess so i was quite outraged and i found this clinic which offers that for 125 dollars which was quite remote the clinic and i i ended up paying like hundred dollars hundred twenty dollars on top of the testing testing cost just to take you know just just to go there by taxi and coming back so like it total total like it ended up being like 250 dollars uh, just to get the test in the states because it's like a because the requirement uh, of the Japanese government is so specific and they want the thing on the paper and because they want the thing on the paper I had to fucking go back and you know, pick up the result from the clinic, which in which is in this like remote location, and that actually like, you know, wasted like maybe like half a day of my vacation, or like even more, like seventy percent of a day of my vacation because I like, going there, and coming back twice. It's like, yeah, it's stupid. No, for sure. That sounds yeah. like that sounds yeah. very Japanese to me. Um, but they love their paperwork man, and their yeah. own process and but their they own need to way get of doing real, things. Realistic, man. Like, well, like I was lucky because I was in California. Because you know, there there's a, you know, California is I think uh, more aware of like the Japanese stuff. You know, there there are many Japanese people that live there for work or you know, you know, Japanese uh, second or third generation, etc. So they, they're more aware. So they're, they're clinics that provide the testing service specific uh, for the Japanese uh, government's requirement. But let's say you're like in Utah or something, or you're in another country where you don't see many Japanese. I, I would be worried about getting the certificate if I lived, if I, if I were to just, just go to Mexico, because I would probably struggle to find the testing uh, and and a doctor who can make that certification in Mexico. Mexico would be okay, but they say let's say I was going to like Chile or something. You know, it would be impossible. I can get the COVID test probably done in Chile, but it would be so hard to find like like uh, like that specific type of testing, and find that find a doctor who would be willing to sign sign this random form set you know provided by the Japanese government. It's like who would do that? So I was almost very, very tempted to just, you know, fake it. Like, <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> how can you, how, how can you validate? But I, did, I didn't at the end. I paid that stupid money. But uh, how can you validate that, right? Really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's what happened. And eventually, uh, I, I flew back to Japan. Uh when I so before I fly back to Japan, I had to fill like an online form, you know, saying that I will I will keep myself uh, at home during the fourteen day uh, quarantine period. I will be staying here. I don't have any symptoms, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right. So I'm I'm basically making promises and telling them my information. On my flight back to Japan, they give me a paper, basically like a like a contract uh, stating all the things I promised on the on the website before I took my flight. All the things. Double so you did the double, double work. the work. <laughs> and 
I had to sign everything again, once again, on the freaking plane. Write the same information, yeah. So, so if you have to do it twice, wouldn't it just make more sense to just wait until you're on the plane? But they wouldn't let the me board the plane without like... having, you know, finished the, the online form. Uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I know. I just saw okay. your expression. It's ridiculous. And so I was on my plane, uh, and when I land, so I I'm like I was on the plane, and I got this package of like documents, and I'm like, whoa! I'm like overwhelmed. I'm like I'm like filling everything in on my plane, on on my flight back to Japan. So like when I land, I'm already like have my passport, and I have like five different like papers that I'm like holding onto, right? <laughs> including the negative certificate and and all the papers i got on my flight and when i when i came back i had to take a covid test like an, another antigen test on top of the one i took uh within 72 hours prior to my flight and that i had to wait for like an hour or two hours actually at the airport which came out to be negative fortunately and and i also so after after you know during all of that, they make you go through like like a like checkpoints at the airport where they check all the paperwork that you have, and they give you more paper. Oh, this is what you can do, what you cannot do, and they're gonna make you install an app on your phone to to track where you are. Um, you know when you're in your quarantine, right? And they 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 have like a paper telling you how to use the app. And I'm like, oh my god! So like, I thought I was just gonna like sign everything and give it to them, and I'll, I'll be done. But what happened in reality was, I ended up with more paper after like all the process. So I went through like five different, like four, four or five different like checkpoints at the airport once I arrived, and they're just like, all <laughs> telling me like, oh, this, oh, you're gonna stay here, you're gonna. Stay. Oh, then at the last checkpoint, they asked for the QR code, which was generated as a result of me answering the questionnaire prior to um, onboarding the plane. That's so Bro, Japanese. I lost hope in this country when... when... <laughs> it's, so, so it's so inefficient. It was the worst experience. I was ashamed. I was going ashamed. back to your own country. I was seriously. Ashamed. I mean, I, I understand if they want you to take the the test at the airport. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Like, I mean, like, it's reasonable. Like, yeah, you want to be extra safe. Yo, I respect that. But all the paperwork, all the format. Like, what are you trying to prove, really? You know, what are you trying to prove? Yeah. What are you trying to prove? Like, like <laughs> five. Five different checkpoints, each of them asking well, you the exact same question. Like, things on the paper. Like, <laughs> one one checkpoint they had like, and they had they had so many people working you um, through all the process, and to think that all of that comes from like the tax money, the precious tax money that I pay out of my salary, uh, makes me sick to the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a laughing matter though. Like really, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like we thought banking in Japan was bad, yeah. but even getting into the it's country worse. with COVID and is worse. So I I have like more to tell about this, uh, which is which is a little bit ridiculous, and it's it's a bit like I I think I'm just I'm just gonna like it's it's partly like my opinion on this matter too, but so I 
so I'm, I'm in quarantine, so I'm not allowed to leave home, right? So they made me install this app, which makes me like check in at random times to, to you know, to track my location. And when when they track my location, you know, I have, I have to, you know, check in, have, check in the button. And they, you know, I think that sends my uh, GPS location from my phone to the system. And they call me at random times, uh, video call. And they're just recording my face and the background using AI or whatever to, to make sure that I'm home. I don't know how effective that is, really. Because, I mean, like, when did I show you what my home looks like, right? Anyway. But I guess they're, they're also tracing where I am at the same time. For 30 seconds, I get, I get like this creepy video call with nobody on the other end just recording me uh, every day. Which I think it's it's okay, it's okay, and they they also check how you're feeling every day. So if you have fever, if you have like cough like symptoms, like COVID like symptoms, like fever, cough, uh, I don't know, like nausea, other things, right? So I I was getting um, the coughs. Uh, like a few days ago, I, I think from dry air or just, you know, like changing climate or I don't know, maybe I inhaled some sand from the desert when I was out in Arizona. So I was getting some coughs and, you know, I just because I wanted to play safe, uh, I, I you know, I wanted to get their advice on how I can get medical attention. Like I wanted to go see a doctor because I was, I, was I was coughing quite a bit. Uh, so I, I, I mark myself as, you know, I have certain symptoms that are like COVID-like. And I called this number to ask me, hey, what can I do to uh, to go see a doctor? I just want to get some medical attention. I've been tested several times in the past 10 days. I don't think I'm positive, but, you know, I just want to play safe. I don't want to violate any rules whatsoever. And they said, oh, you need to contact your local, like, health, like, uh, health, like, uh, administration office so I called them and they said okay we will transfer you to 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 the to the office uh, to the department that's taking care of this so I, I called another number so I called I called the third number and the third number says oh actually if you're in your quarantine the quarantine like the, the guys that take care of the quarantine the government guys they're gonna they it's, it's their responsibility so I was like back to circle one I'm like, <laughs> so it was going nowhere, you know. I was like, so fuck this, <laughs> and I just like went to see a doctor. But I did. I let the doctor know um, that I I'm still in quarantine. And when I went to the when I got to the clinic, okay, you're gonna be even more surprised. When I got the clinic, I thought I was gonna get COVID tested, right? And I knew I didn't have COVID. I, I, I think I don't have COVID, but I, I thought they would just test me for COVID since I'm coughing and probably give me some meds or whatever. I was just, I just wanted some like cough suppressant meds, right? And what happened uh, was they didn't test me for COVID because I don't have fever. Oh, I said, oh, I said, can I get tested for COVID? And they're like, no, 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 we don't test you for COVID because you don't have fever. And and I ask, hey, so like, like, 
so like what what can I do to get tested? Oh, you can get tested. We can test you for COVID, but it's gonna cost you two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah so, so stupid so, you know then i came to a realization the reason you know the number of covid cases in japan is like dropping significantly now and that makes me think the reason why it's dropping significantly is because they don't test people unless they have fever and if you're vaccinated there's a high chance that you don't show symptoms and you don't show severe symptoms like fever right yeah and yeah that's that was like really like shocking to me so i was i was like shocked and and but still i picked up my meds and went home and thankfully i'm i'm pretty much recovered now after taking the meds for two days so yeah what do you think what do you think Kay? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to have a <laughs> yeah i mean I don't. I don't think I'm yeah. gonna be visiting Japan for a bit. <laughs> no, it's it's a headache because um, you you are like automatically uh, yeah. uh, forced to yeah. quarantine for. Yeah, I can't even imagine if you're like gaijin yeah. and you're trying to go into Japan. It's like yeah, like, I bet because because I can risk worse. it. I can take the risk um, and just say fuck it and like, go to a clinic because like I'm not gonna get deported. I'm not gonna get arrested for it because I'm just trying to take care of my own health. You know and um yeah just trying to take care of my own health and they're just not helpful at all like what's 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 <laughs> with all the like the all the system yeah bureaucracy bureaucracy uh, what is it where is it leading to i don't know <laughs> i do find that like oh where you're gonna get mm. random video calls at random times that's like a huge like invasion of privacy like there's something about that 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 feels very like yeah it doesn't doesn't sit right with me when i hear stuff like that i i think i think the app tracking is fine yeah where you are that's okay yeah Yeah. but like the video call like i'm probably getting a call now I could be getting a call now. And it's very <laughs> annoying. It just makes me feel like anxious every time I get a call. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, how many more days do you have till your quarantine is I over? I think I have like 10, Another 10, week? 10 more days. Yeah. Yeah. 10 more days. You, you should uh, maybe cough some more during that last one and be like let's <laughs> extend it for another two weeks so you, <laughs> you have to go into the office and just no, work I don't from home. They, uh, <laughs> but then i'm never I'm, ne- I'm never i'm never gonna test positive for covid right because they're not gonna test me unless i have fever uh, i don't uh, know it's 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 stupid i think God. yeah like <laughs> yeah so so the covid testing situation in in japan is uh i think worse than it is in canada because even if you show some symptoms they don't test you yeah because if you show symptoms if you're coughing in canada they they probably test you for free right yeah yeah Yeah, they would test you um yeah that's really interesting um yeah i i I guess probably once maybe Mm -hmm. the the covid passports get released then that will become less of a problem um yeah, but I mean, like, I don't, yeah. I, I really don't know um, if, 
it's uh you know covid is really low in japan or if it's like spreading still but we just don't notice it because of how we test people but the way we test people is 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 pretty i don't know back backwards yeah ridiculous ridiculous but really though like japanese <laughs> people they are like following the re- like the protocols really well because you see people walking around uh walking around town in um in tokyo even on the street, when they are like more than like six feet away from each other, they're still wearing masks. Like the mask wearing percentage mm-hmm. is yeah. like a hundred percent, very close to a hundred percent. Like everyone's wearing masks here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think in in Canada, it feels like most people mm-hmm. generally are wearing masks, but like you. You always see like homeless yeah. people in like public transport I that see, like don't wear the mask properly, but people that are like maybe not homeless, like they so yeah, they wear the mask. Homeless people yeah, don't like, have access to masks, right? I mean, like they can, they can get it at it's their, free? It's free? anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like okay. like restaurants have them. Um, you know, like all the service places have them. Like, it's just so easily accessible. You can go to your local, like, you know, practitioner or any medical center and they'll have masks. It's like, oh, you don't have one here. Like, Mm. here's a mask. Like, that's all you have to do. But they don't do it. It's just so, so annoying. And then, like, when you go into, like, elevators and stuff like that, sometimes you'll run into people that don't wear their masks in an elevator. I'm just like... I actually, like, (laughs) you know, when I, I live in an apartment and when I take out the trash... I sometimes don't wear a mask because I thought I I think I would not bump into anyone. Then uh, I bump into like uh like someone on the elevator. I feel terrible in Japan. I f- I feel terrible, but but like I don't <laughs> talk. Should. I'm just breathing out of my nose, but like I still feel terrible. That's where all the COVID lives. It's up in your nose. That's okay. why they swirl it in your yeah, nose. Yeah, so I feel pretty terrible. So I I do I do try to wear a mask, but sometimes I just like yeah, you. You're in quarantine and you infected. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not in, like when I'm not in quarantine. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm being very cautious when I'm in quarantine. So, uh, yeah, I see. But you know, I've been test. I've been tested. Sure. I've been tested more than <laughs> anyone around here. I think. Yeah, I got three. I got three Probably. tests in ten days. Probably. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm over tested. You're, you're yeah. over tested. But uh. Yeah, that's a uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I really do hope they like improve the processes more so that it's not yeah it's crazy like, and stupid. If, if they're doing it and they're just doing it to, you know, make things more strict, that's understandable. Like I can complain about how it's too strict, but then they're just being stupid. I feel like you know they're using technology and paper at the same time. So like the like that. Like the technology is there, but they're not utilizing it to make things efficient. They're just adding the technology as a as a as a as a as an additional process on top of the paper based. So they should have just the you know digital. Um, yeah, they should just keep it digital, keep things digital, less contact. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I guess like when you. Yeah. Went back to the U.S. I know yes, you went yes, to like yes. a boarding school. Mm-hmm. 
when you're in the U.S. for a bit mm-hmm. before you went to like mm-hmm. Canada or whatever. Did you have high yeah, school in both Canada and the U.S.? And the U.S. Two years each. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, did you get your official in high school diploma yeah, in the U.S.? The yeah. US? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Which. And then you got your Canada, university yeah. degree so in I, Canada. Even though you went to high school in Canada as well, which is like weird. So it was like your yeah. first two years of high school in Canada, in, in States, and then your last yeah. two years yeah. was in the U.S. Were they both boarding schools, uh, or was only, only one, one of, of the two? Only, only my school, school in the states was a was a boarding school. Canada, I, I homestayed. You know, like uh, like many international students do. States was a boarding school, but you know. You know, it actually was a very, very good experience, both uh, because uh, homestay, you get to kind of make family with whoever that you live with, um, that your host family, essentially. And, you know, you're at your like very sensitive and developmental, um, you know, age. And, you you know, you get to, you know, actually be exposed to the culture Um you know the Canadian culture or your foreign culture. That's that's a very good experience. Living in the states uh, in a boarding school was also like a super experience for me too because, man, um, it was so diverse, and I was the only Japanese kid there. So, yeah, it was just it just and and I was in Canada on the west coast, uh, in the states on the east coast. So like there was definitely a cultural difference too. Wait, where in the U.S. Um, did like you Like many boarding schools boarding are are school. actually in 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 uh, Connecticut, like New York, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. So I was in the, I was in I was in Connecticut. Wow, it was like a jail, but uh, <laughs> it was a boys only boarding <laughs> school. Like how bad can that can you know, you know? I think it's as bad as things get for uh for a teenager, right? <laughs> Did no, you have prom I mean, in the because US? it was a boys-only boarding school, we didn't have proms. Yeah, yeah. but usually they would like so we had sync up we with had like dance uh, parties all-girls school with uh, you know neighboring girls-only boarding schools. So we kind of had like a promish like dance party at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, but that was like that was like the most important event uh everyone looks forward to uh in 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 our school no 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 the the the, the occasional dance parties yeah the dance girls it's like, <gasps> girls <laughs> no seriously seriously like it's it's so rare like especially like you're in high school right you want to get to meet girls and like talk to them a lot and there's just nobody uh on campus or like there's only like teachers or like teachers daughters <laughs> that are on campus <laughs> and they get idolized exactly, because exactly. they're like the and only they may girls not, that I you mean, actually like, see no offense but like they may not necessarily be worth the level of hype that they receive but they do get hyped so much <laughs> because they're yeah, they're, <laughs> scarce, yeah. they're scarce yeah. inside the board oh <laughs> 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 they're, they're a scarce commodity yeah. in so the they get so much school. attention you know i think and everyone's so nice to the to the ladies uh on campus because i mean that's that's all we got right yeah 
<laughs> you weren't you like the of uh, the prefect or like I wasn't I was the, a the I was an RA so like a residential assistant which meant which was a pretty big deal in uh uh you know in a boarding school setting because uh, you are somewhere between um you know like a like a teacher and a student so it was it was really good um for me because my school especially was very strict they we had like a lights out time at 10 30 you have to go you have to be in your bed and you can't you have to be quiet at 10 30 teachers walking around and like they just doesn't doesn't no, sound it, very american that's why I to said me it was like a jail it was like a jail like uh, yeah you they would open they have a door to your key right so, yeah you're in education yeah, it was reform. like it was like a correctional a like institute. uh, institution. <laughs> yeah facility yeah. correctional facility so they have cameras in the hallway in the dorm so they know when you leave and holy enter the this does not sound like the america <laughs> that i know it's all about freedom and liberty it sounds like a jail for yeah, kids that want to play and Halo. no internet uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, that's that must have been so. You being an RA I, I was gave you a to, lot more freedom, um, I guess. Walk around uh, at nighttime as much as I can. So, so the shower gets very crowded uh, at at night because there's only a certain time frame, and and the water gets cold after a certain time. Because because people use use up all the hot water. I think the furnace was too small to support all the kids <laughs> in the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> No, so yeah, but freezing after showers. a certain time, like the furnace heats up more water, right? So I would take a shower after everyone goes to sleep at like ten o'clock, or or back in the room where they're not allowed to take a shower. I go, I go shower at like ten thirty, eleven, before I go to sleep. I take a hot shower by myself. Uh, yeah, it was it was very nice. <laughs> now, did you abuse yeah, your power yeah, to some extent? Because like. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want any trouble, right? Because I can, like, uh, like I can, like, not, like, directly, but, like, kind of, like, write kids up. So, I... Not, You're a snitch. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm an enforcer. Okay? <laughs> I'm not a snitch because I'm not, I'm not on the same level as them. I'm not a snitch. I was, uh, I was doing my job. I see. Yeah. Oh, and I get, I get a single room if I'm an RA. Okay. So like I had two beds in my room, and so like I was I would sleep on the top or bottom, uh, whenever I felt like. So. No, no, no. You didn't have another an roommate. I get a full room. A... So I had two desks, two beds, two closets, everything. Wow. I was bawling. <laughs> what what did? <laughs> well, what did you have to do to be able oh, to become so, like? A well, RA you have to you know boarding school have a good behavior and you have to have like a recommendation from a couple of teachers and they and you write your own like uh, self-recommendation and you get an interview uh, with the school and and I think eventually teachers vote for you to be an RA yeah and you used your your pretend. I have a good job in Japanese. But I think it, it really that. helped that I was the only Japanese student there. Oh yeah, the diversity, right? Uh, diversity. So like, I, it was no. It helped that I was the only Japanese student because I was 
you know, it was easier for me to kind of like, like uh, be not be recognized. You know, they had like maybe like twenty Chinese kids or ta- Chinese Taiwanese, and they had like ten Korean kids. So uh, you you know, they were kind of like seen as a bunch, whereas I was uh, the only Japanese kid. So like I was seen as you know uh, myself. So th- that was that was that definitely helped, and yeah. So like after I became an RA, I can just walk around. Uh, whenever, however, so like, yeah, like the 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 kids on my floor, they would give me like uh, candies or their food. <laughs> no. You're like a yakuza. <laughs> You're going around like, yo, where's where's the protection fee? <laughs> Collecting protection. No, no, no. It was all about protection candy. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Tough love, yeah. yeah. Tough love, and right? yeah, I was just you know, yeah. They 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 give me like a lot of cool candies, and I I actually like I try I actually didn't have to buy like candies <laughs> or like snacks when I was an RA because <laughs> they would give me like their marchans and and uh, chocolate bars and stuff, you know, when I asked them because they they yeah I mean they're they're kids that are like hustling right on the uh, in the dorm. Because we are not allowed to leave campus whenever we please, so they're kids who would like buy like a, a bunch of like ca- candy bars at like Shit Sam's Club like or like Costco over food. over weekend uh, when they go home to see their parents, and they would sell them for like a dollar each. They would smuggle yeah. it into the and and actually one one crazy thing was Haichu, <laughs> you know Haichu, the Japanese like soft chewy candies. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. selling like crack, man. Yeah. It was it was like it's crack. like currency. It was like crack. <laughs> so actually, how it, how it started was e- e- interesting. I never sold any haichu. I just gave it to my people on the floor. Uh, but so I I I bought like two boxes of haichu one time when I went back. Yeah, I started it. I you started, started it. this. Yeah. You started the problem. <laughs> you're, you're the no, you're I'm, the, no, you're I'm, the not, I'm not the dealer. dealer. I didn't you're deal any. Boys. I didn't make money, but I became the Haichu OG. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 the supplier. You're the you're no, the source. No, I started the market, but then I. Problem. Yeah, I started the, the Haichu epidemic, epidemic, but the Chinese, Taiwanese kids took on. <laughs> anyway, so I brought like two boxes of Haichu and I give them to like people on the floor, right? Just like, hey, I, I went back to Japan. I give you this. And they got like so hooked. They loved it so much. They they wanted more. I'm like, oh, no, I don't have any more. I mean, like, it's just a candy, right? And, and the Taiwanese kids saw it and they somehow... Like got got their hookup in Haichu because I think they have Haichu in Taiwan and they sell it at the Chinese market or something. So when they went to when they like, yeah, when yeah, they, yeah. I mean like That's I was in like the middle of nowhere in Connecticut when but uh, when the Taiwanese kids went to New York they have Chinese markets they sell Haichu like the like the Taiwanese version of Haichu, so they they took it back to the dorm, and they started selling it for three dollars a fucking bar. And that thing is like a dollar a bar usually, but, the, <laughs> but, but nobody knows it. <laughs> yeah, they were they hustling, but like I wasn't man. interested in like 
you know, selling haichu. Like, I, I wasn't interested in, like, making money. I was just more interested in, like, I guess, like... Dude, they, all they need to do is sell a hundred haichu bars and they can <laughs> yeah. buy a PlayStation. Yeah, basic. I'm pretty sure he made like, about that much. <laughs> but like, what what I was interested in was like, you know, like ha- having people's loyalty, right? Like people from the floor. So like, I use oh, haichu as like a prize for for like the people on my floor when they when they when they did something nice or like certain kids uh, that I needed them to be like uh, loyal to me, like. Maybe like. What do you mean by loyal? What does this loyalty actually mean? So that, like, what, no, no, what do no. they have to do for you? <laughs> no, so that so that they don't mess with me and they tell what me things. Loyalty? They're gonna be honest with me, you know, because they're like semi like gangster, oh. like wanna be like um, black kids in the dorm too, and Haichu, yeah. Oh, I see. So like Haichu to me was like. Um, was like a way of like winning their loyalty, you know, so they would trust me, right? Because I'm like their provider. So, so <laughs> <laughs> you're their haichu dealer. I'll give you haichu, you give me protection, and and you tell me what's going on. Yeah. I mean, no, it's serious. Like, uh, <laughs> it wasn't like the safest school to be in. To be honest, um, there were many incidents of like thefts and like like sometimes violence. So uh, I needed like people like because I was I was I was alone right in that whole in that school. So first I I mean I mean like Taiwanese and Chinese people are Asians and they're they're pretty Jap like the Taiwanese people especially they're pretty Japan friendly right. So it was easy to like so I was hanging with them at first. So I won their trust, and then but then I need to get in with the with the white kids and the black kids eventually right. Cause, yeah, did they all group up in their own usually, thing? Usually, because like, I didn't, I didn't have my kids. own these thing going like on, right? So I have to make, I have to have my own crew yeah. somehow. Because otherwise, you get, you get fucked. Like in the big, no, I'm serious, man. Like, <laughs> and Asians get fucked all the time. So like, I need to, I need to be with like black kids and the and the white kids somehow. So uh, in the, so one thing that crazy that happened when I went to the door, uh, boarding school was. One day, so I leave. I I don't leave the door unlocked. I lock the door all the time whenever whenever I leave the room. I was on the first floor. Window open with a screen, door locked. I went. You know we have like uh, activities time, so everybody goes out to like play sports. And when I came back, the screen was slashed with a knife. And my my roommate, who was a Taiwanese at the time, his laptop got stolen. And my PSP got stolen, yeah, and and you know you know why that happened, right? Because whoever that stole it from us thought it's okay to fuck with us, right? No, no, I didn't. did. You catch him? But I was very mad because I spent a lot of th- I I I, di- I didn't care for the PSP that much because I bought it on sale and it wasn't like that expensive. But I I was very upset about the. The, the saved no the saved Breaking video game data because I was I was spending like a lot of time every night oh. I was I was playing Ace Combat <laughs> and I was like oh, I, I was almost beating like beating yeah. the game in a, in a hard mode so I was like practicing a lot and and that got stolen so I was like oh, so, <laughs> so pissed 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely losing your I think sleep it's, it's, I, to, to, super at, at that point, annoying. like it was worth more than the game, like uh, a device in the game itself. I just wanted my save. Yeah. Yeah, all the hours that you yeah. put into it, right? All and I was year. like, you know, like I had like all the all the I was like trying to like really complete the game, and I was almost there. So. So so like after your experience with yeah, yeah. some guy breaking and entering into your your room. You started to be like, okay, I need to like yeah. spread out my influence. I need to spread like, out my influence, and like, let, I probably need to like not let people like fuck with me so much, right? So I started working out, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Eventually, I befriended with all the people, and and you know through you know through the uh through haichu and other means. <laughs> And and yeah, and then eventually I became right. an RA the second year I was there. And I think I was I was I you know I gained some respect from from the people, and 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 then it was it was very good for me because then eventually I was in a position to get free candies all the time, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> at first you you started out as like yeah. low level like thug and then you became yeah I, like, no i was dog. a low level like i was a civilian <laughs> who gets harassed by, by thugs <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you became the yakuza boss the, the dog, of, the of dog, your boarding the, the floor school. i was on yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Within solitary confinement. Well, within yeah. like yeah. Uh, collection facility. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Have you ever watched yeah, like have, the I movie have, Goodfellas? You know, like that that episode where like all three of the bosses yeah. are like in the prison, and then they just oh, get yeah, like yeah, yeah. fucking basically, like lobsters and steak yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically yeah, your, yeah, <laughs> your yeah, situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like don't I'll take care of the guards with high yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, basically yeah, that's, that's super uh, funny. Um, that's that's basically yeah. Interesting, interestingly enough, yeah, that's that's basically what it is. So I went, you know, above the 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 ceiling. Yeah, I went above the system. Eventually. The system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so interesting i mean like the the whole boarding school stuff is is like foreign to me because i've Mm -hmm. always been in like a public school Mm -hmm. like a public school system and it's like uh both like the boys and the girls are like kind of in the same like environment so like there was never really like 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 yeah, and social, there's like, there's like social, a lot of, especially in like, Canada, there's interactions a lot, a lot are of respect, right? Yeah. To the to to, to yeah, your yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a lot easier, yeah, to like make friends, but like there was definitely a lot of like okay. gang activity, okay. like yep. going on, like actual gang activity, and so like they're they're like, but they're like okay. gangs within schools, so it's not like gangs violence okay. is happening in the school itself, unless you go like further okay. out into certain like schools then there'd maybe be like gangs fighting each yeah. other because they're fighting over like territory but my area was like so it was like either oh, okay white okay or what was it what was Asian. like the ratio of, like, <laughs> it was like, uh, it was like, like students uh, 
I mean, like, my first year in high school was generally, like, okay. 80% Caucasian. Okay. 20% Asian, right? And then as things changed, it's, like, the other way around. It's, like, 70% oh, Asian really? so and, what, like, 30% what changed, Caucasian. What changed in your high school years that, yeah. that, you know, really increased? Yeah, sometime during, yeah. Yeah, sometime during grade 9 to, like, 11 because we we start like mm-hmm. like freshmen at grade eight yeah. is what we ca- classify as grade eight and then um it's like in between there is when we just started seeing an influx of like people overseas like, like immigrants traveling or from, like, like taiwan students. from china okay yeah international wow. students okay. like tons of them like from from china taiwan korea japan um, not as much Japan, okay. but definitely more okay. Koreans and Taiwanese. And then near like the last mm-hmm. two years of my senior year, it was just like mainland China, like just like came wow. in as like a massive wave. So, and I'm just like, so, this so is like, like a lot. The overall <laughs> like, uh, number of students also inc- increased for your school. Yeah, like a lot. And like our funding like changed like crazy in our school because our school so the sun like had mm-hmm. like like yeah. after I left yeah. my high school and I came back a year later. I mean, it's, it's like it's, everything it's, got it's, renovated. It's international money. Everything right? got bigger and better uh, and like yeah. I mean, yeah. like Canadian students yeah. probably don't pay anything. Yeah, but largely it's like um, my mm-hmm. first two years or first three years, there was more. I was more exposed to like yeah. gangs yeah. in the first two years. And then as things became more like there became like larger Asian population yeah. in like our high school, I saw less of them because like Asians don't engage yeah. In, yeah. in that kind of activity as much. So yeah. Right. They they, they do like <laughs> the financial fraud Wait, stuff. So like <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> they don't do like the violence stuff. So, so yeah, when you it, say, was, it was when you interesting. Say gangs, but uh, yeah, like what exactly? Like are they are they just like different groups of kids who just like uh, have beefs with each other, or are they, are they doing illegal stuff like drug drug dealing? I see. I see. Yeah, they they were doing drug dealing and stuff like that. They weren't doing in in, in the, like so. I think the like the high school that I was in was largely mm-hmm. like pretty safe yeah but like some of us knew some of these like gangs that yeah. existed in these other schools like i knew like i like i had a couple of like people that i knew that were part of these gangs that were connected to like much larger okay organizations because oh, they okay. use them for okay. recruiting yeah. right yeah. so so like these kids would be like carrying like like They'd be like doing like different like hustling things and like mm-hmm. they would sell like weed and stuff like that. Like yeah. that's like that's like their yeah. way of proving that they're part of. That was when yeah. like weed yeah, was yeah, like yeah. super illegal like back in the day. Um, and so like so like I would know these like I wouldn't mm-hmm. I didn't take like any of that in high school at all. Like my introduction to okay. like marijuana was like in university because yeah. then it's, it's yeah. a lot more freer in that environment. But like I knew that was going on and I knew some mm-hmm. of these guys that were there because like i made friends with them through like basketball and stuff like that like it's mostly i knew all these guys because they are also like in sports um and and a lot of times if you're in Mm -hmm. like if you take like martial arts and stuff like that oh there's a lot of things okay in martial art (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's like 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 when i like i went through like three phases of like martial Mm -hmm. arts in in my high school it's like uh i went to taekwondo karate and judo um yeah throw 
judo yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> i don't know why i blanked out on yeah. judo but Different i took those three yeah and yeah it was it was karate and um taekwondo that i met most of the I see. The gang I people. <laughs> uh, and I didn't even know that they were doing that until like in high school where they started becoming like, they started uh, to wear like kappa and shit. Yeah. Like that, that was like what they would wear to like represent like, you know, that they were part of like, like the gangs. Yeah. So like Vietnamese guys and mostly they were like Vietnamese or like mm-hmm. uh, Chinese okay. or like Caucasians that would be like in these I like, see. I see. these like gangs. So, but like there was this like interesting level of like mm. protection that I had whenever I went to like talk to them because I'd be like, like I would I wouldn't hang out with them but like I would probably you like, know them meet from, up with them from the once sports, in a while. Right? So I would the, know the, like the sports and martial arts, yeah, 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 from sports. So I would hear about like what's going on and like you'd also see in the news like this guy got stabbed wow. and like oh I know wow I've seen that person before. Uh, <laughs> so I was like really like. I wasn't deeply engaged, but like I had mm. an ear onto what was going on, and so that was like my extent. But then all of that disappeared after three years in high school because, just like, yeah, so many Asians. So just it, got, came it got in. it got thinned out, kind of. <laughs> and then yeah. it's just like, yeah, I got mm. thinned out super fast, um, which was really and it was good uh, that that happened yeah. because we heard way less of it um, as mm-hmm. I got into like university yeah. uh, or like post secondary, and. Uh, yeah, but I definitely, like, I didn't have to, like, hustle my way yeah. around and, like, build connections, stuff like that. Most of it was, like, mm-hmm. these are my jock friends that I do, like, yeah. running and sports and stuff like that with. And then this is, like, my nerd friends yeah. that really love, like, video games. Like, I, I had see. these different, like, groups mm. that I would go to mm-hmm. that I would satellite around yeah. based on, like, how I was feeling that day. So if I was, like, feeling, like, oh, I want to talk about, yeah. like... Starcraft yeah. or something like that. I would go to my nerd friends and like go to the computer room and play with them. And I was like, oh, I want to play yeah. like basketball. I would go like, yeah, go to the sports team and, and do that. But, but did you like do stuff like that? Because I there wasn't really any like, I felt like my school was like multicultural enough that you would see like mm-hmm. the token white guy yeah. or the token like black guy or the token Asian guy in some of these groups. So yeah. you would easily be able to like slip in mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. some of these and like just hang out. Yeah, But... Did you did you have some of that or like was it just like oh this is like this is like hey man this is like the black kids only no it happens it happens because like, like you go to like black a kids only black kids like room Asian and they're they're like rolling dice right and I, yeah <laughs> they're sh- yeah they're crap. So they're I, I sometimes so. like partake <laughs> and um and uh, you know if you go to like <laughs> did you get hustled. <laughs> Did you get hustled sometimes in those games? No, no, no. I was good. It was good. I was just, you know, like, it was just for fun. I mean, like, yeah, I, I did lose or win sometimes, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I lost pretty bad, though, a few times that I played. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So if I go to, like, Black Kids' room, I, they'd be, like, rolling dice or, like, they'd, they'd be, like, rapping sometimes. It's very interesting. Yeah. And they show me like different like hip hop so- like hip hop tracks and stuff, and if I go to like a Asian guy's room, they would be I don't know eating food like 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 Chinese like like instant noodles and stuff, and like I get a or the people like all order Chinese food, and if I go to like a you don't know Caucasian guy's room, they'd be like a how much you call it 
they they'd be like packing like packing tobacco like the you know they would do the pinch and put it in on your lip how do you, how do you call it? I forgot the name oh yeah. the, the the chewy yeah. tobacco pack a dip like yeah the, they'd be packing the one you can chew on right? <laughs> so I would dude that's so bad for yeah you. it's so that's bad so for bad your for gum your, your throat and like your gums and your teeth it's your so gums. bad um, but I guess if you're like a like a high school athlete, you shouldn't be smoking, right? If it affects your like cardio, so uh, a lot of like white kids were doing that. So I, I did it with them sometimes. You know, they I go to their room and they ask me, "Hey, you want to pack a dip?" I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, I'll do." <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just if I go to like a nerdy like uh, like a white kids' room, I would be um, you know playing video games on the computer. Yeah, so, but you know what was really cool was that one kid had a Nintendo Wii, and we had a we had like a recreational room in the dorm. Uh, so we would like hook up the Wii in the in the room, and like we have like a Wii party, uh, playing playing uh Super Smash Brothers. Like, with everyone, like everyone, Asians, Caucasians, uh, black kids, whoever, because it was like such an entertainment for us, right? No and no internet, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah everyone loves smash and oh yeah and what was very interesting was that so no internet and it was like back then so like i guess like pornography was like like porno was like not not as around i guess so like we had like the usb sticks uh going around all the time and so I have like I I used to have like a bunch of like Japanese porn on my computer. <laughs> I mean I was in high school, <laughs> and and uh, I would like put them on the USB stick and distribute them to my friends, and then in return they give me like sometimes like this uh, this uh, like like Latino guy would give me like uh, like a Latino porn, <laughs> and this guy would give me like. <laughs> like all through like USB stick like give me like uh like a you know uh black black porn stuff like that it was very interesting yeah <laughs> so there was definitely <laughs> like a lot of like cultural like exchange happening like in in all ways yeah <laughs> with, through porn, with porn through candies <laughs> through food you know like I mean like I mean to me it was like the greatest one of the greatest experience of my life because it really helped me relate uh helped me like with my ability to relate with, you know, anyone um, uh, from anywhere, you know, like to have the experience of like rolling the dice with like, like a bunch of like black kids and, you know, like packing a dip or whatever. Right. It's uh oh, and there was a lot of slap boxing happening, you know, slap boxing. So you don't punch, no. but you slap your, your opponent in a, in, it's like a boxing match. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I I know what you mean. So, yeah. There was a lot of slap boxing happening in the school too. <laughs> oh yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. That's super funny. Um. Yeah. It's interesting. Like you had to like, you exchange because there's no internet. Yeah. You exchange media yeah. using a USB stick. Like for us, like if we wanted to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. trade games or like media and stuff like that we would use oh, like okay. a cd drop okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. like cd similar, similar. we had discs yeah. so yeah so like you wouldn't be able to like 
if I want like yeah. to watch <laughs> Naruto, <laughs> like the first like twenty episodes of Naruto, it didn't yeah. come in like a fucking like USB drive. We, yeah. There's like a fucking oh, yeah. spindle yeah. of like seven hundred seven hundred megabyte one, one, one CD, or, CD, CD drives. Like, that you to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like three or four episodes, well, or or two two or three episodes per disc. Yeah. <laughs> it was so like such like i don't know yeah kids have it easy these days yeah. they can just like stream yeah. it but i or felt like it felt, it felt more special you can watch it, it felt, but i've had like a more of a sense of ownership yeah 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 definitely and you would get pissed when someone would like yeah. keep it for too long because someone else asks for it. it's like hey yeah. can i watch it's like oh this other guy has it it's like and you ask for it, it's like oh i'm still watching it or oh mm-hmm. i lost it or oh, I, I forgot and then people would get mad you just <laughs> lend it to them right yeah you, yeah it, it takes, takes forever. forever to burn them yeah and also it takes yeah. fucking yeah I, I remember i used yeah, to buy to like i used to you like, can't just, go like, to, just like stick in the drive and get like even they have like a sale yeah. they have like a sale for like uh 100 100 cds like 100 cds for like like i don't know so much right yeah 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 and then you would yeah. pass these discs yeah. around and shit that's like true. that that's true yeah <laughs> but yeah that's that's how i got like my my cultural ex- like that's how i like learned about mm-hmm. more about anime was through like these disc exchange things and then like for video games right like everyone in our mm-hmm. school was like poor right i don't like to admit it like it's not a good thing now but like um obviously we didn't have enough money to like buy games right so we would also like burn games and like Mm -hmm. give it to each other and like crack it and stuff like that um but nowadays it's like i've actually bought every single game oh really i burned oh really wow so you're repaying your debt yeah because like (laughs) but well i mean it's 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 obviously Mm -hmm. not as expensive as it was back then but it's just like the way I see it is that, I mean, I yeah. didn't have disposable income, right, when I was a kid. But, like, I wanted to, like, experience what this was, right? And, like, money being a barrier of entry was, like, yeah. is such, like, a stupid concept. But, like, obviously I feel bad because developers mm-hmm. have to work. They have to do all this other stuff. So, like, all this other stuff, like, came back to me. I'm like, oh, I should probably play this <laughs> game <laughs> that I played as I was a kid. So I think, like, over the last, yeah. like three years i've i've spent like i think seven to eight hundred dollars in video games but i don't play any of it because i've already played it in the past but it's more of like my way to like say like look i was a kid i didn't know what dmca law was i didn't know what this copyright thing was i thought it was just some bullshit i'm just like people need to to eat too right so it's just like uh, wow let me just make sure that like i pay like my debt um (laughs) well it's just like like, when you know like how everything's connected and then when you have the disposable income it makes sense like if i have the money to spend i will go out but if like a kid these days if they don't have the money to Mm -hmm. like do like a netflix subscription or like a Crunchyroll subscription Mm -hmm. or like pay for xbox live and they have to like hack their way through i can't really blame the kid for being able for wanting to do that right because it's just like Income disparity and, and a problem. lot of like, I mean, like you, you know, it's 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 a good idea to like start early, like on like cultural things, because you get to learn a lot. You know, like the fact that you you can like comprehend like basic Japanese is because because you you watch a lot of anime and you watched it 
I guess uh, through uh, you know uh, through the through the CD CD ROMs that your friends burn. But um, yeah, but yeah, Def- <laughs> I'm definitely learning the wrong uh, Japanese <laughs> about watching porn. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely wrong, wrong kind of uh, words, like choice of words and expressions. <laughs> It's not the. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not normal. Uh, uh, yeah. That's not the yeah. the normal language you should be learning. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's super. Do you feel that because um, you were in, you know, a, a school where there there wasn't as much? Did you feel that um, Asians um, were being yeah, like, looked down on in your school? Some extent. Um, you know, because because it was like a boys only boarding school, so right there's a lot of like testosterone play, uh, you know, uh, at, at play, uh, and you know whoever had the biggest influence, etc., um, and who was whoever was like the strongest, right? So, I, I yeah, I would say, you know, because we were the minority, um, we could be could have been like looked down upon. And especially when I started going there, I had no crew, right? So people would say like, like some some American kids would say all sorts of like mean things to me. Like there was a guy who who was like, like who would tell me about like the Hiroshima like atomic bomb stuff. Like they make jokes about it. Like I would fucking nuke you, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's very very inappropriate. That's fucked up, man. You know now that we think about it. But yeah, that was that was the kind of stuff I was told, and I was shocked, and I was like, I didn't know how to respond to that because nobody in Canada is that mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So there was, uh, you know, the people take advantage of that, you know, you know, because I was single, I was like singled out. I was the Japanese, the only Japanese kid in school. I had no backup. So yeah, and and Asians, you know, because typically they were international students and didn't speak um, as good English, so you know they could have been, uh, you know, sometimes a, a victim. I mean, they it's hard for someone who don't who don't who doesn't speak English to, you know, um, gain respect from others, right? Just just because of the language barrier, so. Yeah, so to some extent, but there were some Asian kids that were very well well res- respected, like the kids that were very athletic, or were just like big, or spoke good English, or were were able to like impress others. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 you yeah, know that's part of the reason why I decided to you know like work out uh, when I was in in that high school. Like after like a few months, I was like, oh no, I need to work out. <laughs> yeah. To, to, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. what about in your school uh you know i know i know eventually there was probably like the the other way around but like when you started for the first few years when where you were the minority like when you were like um the, the 20 30 percent of the uh, the entire student board yeah it's i don't think i've ever okay. felt like i was in the minority like I think when I first entered mm-hmm. like elementary school here, it was like fifty percent okay. Asian, fifteen percent Caucasian. Um, the minority was largely like people from like 
um, oh, okay. traveling over from India. Um, and they were more of a minority. Uh, but that obviously changed. Um, but largely, like, Southeast Asians, um, folks from India, and, like, people from, you know, mm-hmm. China, Korea, Japan. Like, I would see... The, they were actually the majority, and then the okay. Caucasians okay. actually were the okay. minority. <laughs> it, got, it got to that point. So it's like, I don't... I think because like where i was living not only was it like a main yeah. like uh trading port right it was also a place where a lot of mm-hmm. like international people mm-hmm. were visiting and traveling and because it was yeah. like so close to the inner city i didn't f- get that feeling whereas yeah. with connecticut yeah. r- right where you were visiting it's like it's yeah. very much skewed to the other end so um there's a lot more like mm-hmm. education with the yeah they're aware right they're aware like they understood or like yeah um, you know they they they, yeah yeah like the culture like we understand Mm -hmm. the culture's cultures a lot better um and so there wasn't as much like yeah preconceived notions of like oh this you know because you're this this is how we should Mm. be classifying you as right um obviously there's like there's still like uh, there's still a little bit of like you know racism here and there yeah, right because yeah. you're a kid you don't know any better um but but i would say it, it never got to the point where um they would say it to your face blatantly like oh i'm gonna like nuke you into like yeah, yeah. the next year or some yeah. shit like that that's that's <laughs> fucked up that's that's really fucked up yeah. um but but i w- what i would say is that um because like i i adopted mm-hmm. internet culture mm-hmm. very very early when i was a kid and so uh, yeah, on the it's, internet, it's, it's even I more mean, like, brutal. Mom, it's like, right? <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, it's like it's like next level yeah. like thing. So like I was, I I already okay. started building really thick skin okay. because of the internet. Because it's like, yeah. oh, whatever you say to me doesn't really matter. Um, and then like I was doing mm-hmm. like athletic stuff, and so it's like I, I see, didn't I feel see. threatened or anything like that. Um, whereas like, do you feel like when you were in like a boarding school like that, you? you built up a lot of like defenses, like, like a lot of thick skin, like being able to like take on criticism. And yeah, stuff like for that sure. For sure. For sure. I mean, like, you know, not, not just people. that, but like uh, a lot of people like were just like, like we just try to like, yeah, run their mouth a run lot. Their and, mouth. Like, talk shit. <laughs> like, especially in the beginning before I had like, <clears throat> like, uh, you know, before I had like the respect, uh, you know, they've just, you know, like kind of targeted me, you know, in the beginning for like the first like maybe year or like maybe less than a year, but like a little bit less than a year, like six months, they would like target me because I had no backup. Right. So, you know, they would just like make jokes uh, towards me uh, about like they would they would like imitate like a Japanese accent and talk to me in the in that accent, which is pretty bad, I think yeah yeah so they would call me they would say they would they would say like when they talk to me they wouldn't say hello they would say like hello hello <laughs> it's pretty bad right yeah it's pretty fucked up so so you know but that's what happens right when when you're in that kind of like very like 
it was kind of like a competitive environment in a way because we were all boys and you know we had to somehow like protect ourselves then i guess one way to protect yourself is to you know bring somebody else down so that you're not the target yeah yeah you're exactly there to assert exactly. dominance so <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's really interesting do you feel that like a result of that also applies to like the opposite sex do you feel like asian men that like maybe because yeah. they get emasculated in like do you feel like asian guys in general just like aren't don't get enough like chances with like women? so i yeah i i feel like they don't uh i don't know if they do or they don't because i i mean like I've, i only know from my own experience but you know i i i've seen in like the recent like media coverage that the you know asian guys are in, in like say in hollywood like mainstream media only portrayed as some kind of uh nerd like a kung fu master kung never fu master. like <laughs> never like a yeah never like a sexy role or like a romantic like a subject <laughs> Uh, you know, subject of uh, romance, and that that could be the reason, and that could be represented in the in the dating um, market, right? That uh, maybe Asian 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 men are seen as less of a of a target or an attraction, like uh, like a like an attractive um, subject uh, by by say uh, females in other races. Yeah, that's that's for sure. So what what do you think? Uh, hmm. It's it's weird. It's but then but then you know if I say that, that it it makes um, me sound like I'm just being bitter. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. I know I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like it's. I don't think you are being bitter. I think it's like there's some there's some truth to what you're saying, which is like mm-hmm. maybe top of mind. Like, uh, we, people don't really like it, if yeah. whether you're a guy or a girl, right? Like, we, when you're talking to someone, you don't like really realize that um, your brain is thinking that oh, I don't want to, you know, interact with this other, you know, mm-hmm. culture or this other race because I don't feel the feel that they are attractive. I think it's largely because of yeah. like the media they consume. I think there's like a lot of truth to that. I don't think it's like the individual. Yep. I think it's like when they're growing up because they're not exposed to like mm-hmm. multiple different mm-hmm. types of cultural media. And they're so set to like this like yeah. Hollywood style of like romance where it's like what, you know, the Caucasian white guy being like yeah. the super muscly guy or like this like jacked like super big like black yep. guy being like the savior and stuff like that like that is being yep. more portrayed as masculine and like that gets mm-hmm. like more reinforced um and so like you'll see like people like maybe not want to you know date someone that is like like let's say like a Caucasian mm-hmm. girl or like you know an Asian girl would not necessarily want to you know date a you know yeah. vietnamese or filipino person because like they're not mm-hmm. never portrayed mm-hmm. usually as sexy roles um 
where I think yeah. there's a big shift with that is yeah. girls like BTS. Yeah. Oh, really? Justin it's Bieber. more than Justin Bieber. Okay. <laughs> which is like, to me, is like, okay. we, yeah, it's like, which is so weird yeah. for no, me I feel because like I'm just like, like okay, that's happening. interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think like Asian men are starting to become more like, I, I, they're not portrayed mm-hmm. as like strong, but they are portrayed as like, like good dance <laughs> or something okay. or like they're they're portrayed as like someone that's like that that would be like good boyfriend material i think that's how, that's I how think i feel like they're yeah. being portrayed right now not mm-hmm. necessarily as like a sex symbol but more as like oh they're portrayed as like okay potentially good boyfriend material um but i also see think that, that some of that is changing with some of the like some some of these like K-pop guys okay. like pull okay. their shirts off and stuff like that. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know that might be that might change. But like yeah, there's some shift going on. Like especially mm-hmm. with the Marvel movies and stuff and like think, that. And I think I feel like in the Western Asians like taking certain roles. Uh, you know, there's there's like all the conversation about like toxic masculinity and stuff, and maybe like the preferences of like females are shifting. You know, more towards you know more gender like neutral. You know, like. Like not super masculine, like super, mm, super like, uh, right. you know, masculine type of guys are like, you know, maybe less in demand. Yeah, like Chads. Yeah. Chads. Who knows, right? Who knows? <laughs> they don't want Chads anymore. <laughs> they want a Giga Chad. <laughs> they want a Super Chad, a Giga Chad. Um, yeah, yeah, they want E Boy. Yeah, so like, who knows, right? But, uh, <laughs> So, but you know, I, I think it's interesting to point out that whatever that gets depicted in the media kind of forms uh, the way we look at uh, a certain type of uh, people in the society, and 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 changes alters the desirability of that that said you know certain group of people in the society. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't say like mm-hmm. for sure like today like whether or not that's still um a problem i don't think it is i think it's shifting already so that you know asian guys are because i see a lot of like mixed couples like now asian guy in canada like a lot yeah asian guys with a caucasian girl or like a, a, a girl from india or yeah. like philippines okay you know, like you know dating like girls from china and stuff like that so i don't see that problem too much in Mm -hmm. canada in like major cities i feel like that's changing a lot like middle easterners like you know dating like girls from china and stuff like that like i don't see as many like i don't see those that divide anymore but when i was growing up like in in high school and university there was 100 percent bias yeah for me against like yeah like even 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 within yeah. girl even like Asian girls didn't want Whoa, to really? date okay. Asian guys when I was in high school because because they were so set on the idea of um white like guy. oh, oh really? I want to date oh, like a white guy <laughs> like, okay. like like yeah it was it was really weird I was like oh okay like and that was when I was growing up but I think that's changing now and but I still feel that like mm-hmm. the girls that are like my age and stuff like that they still go for like the tried and true. Oh, is this person like jacked? Mm. Are they like six mm. feet tall? Do they have like yeah. this particular skin tone yeah. and maybe this type of backing? Um, 
I feel like that's changing drastically for um, girls that are younger than my younger than me. Um, when I talked, like when I talk to them and, and like yeah. try to figure out, like, hey, how'd you grow up? What, what are the things that you interact with? The, their experience of like interacting with mm-hmm. different cultures and stuff like that yeah, is so do you, different. Do you think it, it, it could from, be? It could also be because um, of the types of like media that we have, we all have access to now, versus what we used to have access to growing up. Because uh, when we were growing up, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely that, and also like more globalization yeah. because everyone's yeah. like traveling across mm-hmm. different countries now a lot more um so i think that's where that great change so i don't today i don't think there's really a problem with like mm-hmm. dating across races i think the real problem now is more of like dating yeah. across genders mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like now it's like there's like yeah. this like bi yeah. pansexual transsexual like all the stuff i'm just like oh this is like another level of like mm. confusion and like yeah challenges that i'm not <laughs> like i i just got acclimated like i just like got updated to like okay now mm-hmm. everyone's mm-hmm. cool with the race now, now it's about now, now it's like, about we're the not cool with like yeah. the thing yeah. between our legs yeah i'm just like this is weird i'll see things like oh like mm. looking for friends with benefits or like like <laughs> like uh oh like pads like, like what does that mean like yeah. what the hell like what is this stuff like what what is yeah. this like thing like that's happening and so yeah, it's just, stuff like that right just yeah. like a lot yeah like mm. like all these new acronyms yeah. that like are coming up where i was like come on we didn't we haven't <laughs> even gotten the race thing done <laughs> or finished yet what yeah. we got all this other stuff yeah. that, that that we have to talk about now as well it's just it's very like mm. i don't know i feel exhausted when i well, it's like just like lots yeah. and lots and lots of information yeah. and not enough time yeah. for me to process and figure out like mm. what makes the most mm. amount of sense. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think Asian right, guys are getting good. girls now. That's good. I, I don't think that's right. right. I think good. Asian that's guys good. are cool that's now. Good. That's good. I don't know. I don't know. I'm in Japan, so like all I see is Asian um, girls. So yeah, I don't know. That. I don't know what's happening. In, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, in, definitely. In the rest of the world. Yeah. Definitely. Any like yeah. international students. I have yeah. noticed that international students, people yeah. have, like just come in within the year into yeah. like a Canada or the US, they definitely want to date like white, well, I mean, like, like non-Asian people. You know, that's kind of uh, like, I, I don't know. That's that's what they are there for. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like it feels like they're escaping that country because they're like just done with Asian maybe, guys. Maybe, they maybe, wanna, or like, they just they just you know they just see out. something they had not yeah. seen. They're they're curious. They want to try things out, right? But but you can tell it's like yeah. they're like I want to practice English, and it's like if you're an Asian person but you speak perfect oh, really? English, they okay. still don't want to talk to you. Well, I, I mean, like that that's that's like a, that's like a whole different. Like, <laughs> you know, they have like a whole different agenda. I feel like yeah, like, international students, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. It's like when, whenever, like sometimes yeah. you know you'll see yeah. those profiles, right? You know what I mean? It's like in like um, those like dating apps and stuff like that. They'll say like, yeah, they'll always say like, mm-hmm. I just came into this country looking for yeah. uh, to go like hang out. Um, oh, want to improve my English. Every yeah. time you see that profile, is that is that you know for like is that on sure like Tinder or not like looking to those those like dating apps? Yeah. Yeah. So like I like cuz I know a few people that work yeah. in Bumble yeah. and uh Tinder yeah. like that work in that industry. 
But I wanted to test like the sample size in where I'm living. So my friend and yeah. I opened up like dummy accounts. One of them was mm-hmm. like a Chad yeah. Caucasian guy with buff muscles. And the other one was also okay, a Chad okay. Asian guy oh, with you buff play, muscles. Oh, you played a social experiment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we wanted to run a test. So we got like dummy phones and then we went to our area. Because if we're in the yeah. same area, yeah. we'll get the same sample size of people, right? Yeah. From So we're swiping and we would, yeah. if we see the same girl, we would swipe, right? Right, right. And we yeah. would mark down like all oh, their names damn. just okay. to see like what would hit. Yeah. Every single time, every single time the profile said, looking yeah. to in- improve my yeah. English and it was an Asian girl, always swiped on the Caucasian guy. Every single time. There was always an answer to the Caucasian guy. And the Asian guy Zero, got like, like just no responses. Yeah. 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 The but Asian, Asian profile, profile got he's no uh, responses. I mean, he's supposed to be like a like an Asian Canadian, right? Well, definitely. Like he got like responses from like um other folks. Yeah, like, or or like or like or like Asian like girls that are but not specifically <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the specific profiles yeah. that said that they're there to learn English yeah. and they're looking for someone to take them around, they did oh, not like all the ones that we swiped on. That was right. So like that's that's one of the things that I think um, is like the role reversal, which is yeah. that if you're an international student, if it's an international student coming over um, mm-hmm. that's learning to learn <laughs> English, quote unquote English. Whether it's a yeah. whether it's a guy or a girl, they're most likely going to be looking to um, mm-hmm. hang out or date someone of I the see. opposite I race. See. That's like Caucasian oh, okay. for that language, rather than someone that's mm-hmm. like the same skin tone mm-hmm. but they speak just as good mm-hmm. in that language. I mean, like I I feel like when yeah. they say they're 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 just, they're trying to practice English, they're not really saying that, right? I guess. What they're saying is that, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but but the di- like our our well, data I mean, like, didn't really data, like, lie. Yeah, right? data it's don't like, lie, right? So. It's consistency. There's consistency wow. in our like. Well, wow. our experiment there was consistency wow. in in the responses, but maybe I'm I'm overthinking about it, and maybe like we're mm. not being like fair in our yeah our our like hypothesis and like our results. Uh, what I would probably say is that maybe um, they think that the maybe potentially the account is like yeah. fake, which it was. But maybe they thought like it was like oh, like you know they're they're probably they might not really be able to speak great English because all the yeah, Asian people possible, I know possible doesn't yeah. speak great English. Yeah. So the percentage of them yeah, speaking really great English is not that good right so they would probably yeah. de- like so maybe yeah. that's what they're thinking then that's why they swipe but i mean don't you know don't, don't you know yeah. don't uh, deny yeah. it until you try it right like no but it's it's like it's like you know like so, why would i bother eating sushi when i go abroad i can get the good yeah. stuff at home right yeah that's yeah. true i want to eat fries and yeah. hamburgers but <laughs> But is it? But is it really the good yeah, stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because you know, uh, maybe sometimes they just you know they're fresh off the boat, right? So they, they. Yeah, because there's maybe there's like yeah. a Michelin star restaurant in Japan, and there's also a Michelin yeah. star in the restaurant in New York. But the Michelin star, yeah, restaurant and in New you know, York I love California roll. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love California roll. Yeah, 
And it's made in California. <laughs> I love I love the I love the, the rolls so. with uh, rice outside because it's a, it's like a different cuisine. I mean, it's like made with the same ingredients, but it's like a different cuisine. So I quite like it. But you know, I actually never got to like it until I tried it. So. Yeah, but I I just I just found that interesting that that data those two data points, which is like. If they have mm-hmm. this, like, wants to learn English. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from another country, it's like they're not likely, they're less likely to reach out to someone of, like, e- ethnicity. Okay. race. Ethnicity, yeah. Unless they're looking to, like, talk yeah. to a Japanese person, yeah. then they might just go, they might want to yeah. date anyone except for a Japanese person or like if they're Chinese. It's, they it's interesting because coming person. from my own experience, I f- used to find it much easier to date uh, or like get get to meet girls that are like, say, fresh off the boat, learning English in Canada. Once I get to talk to them, you know, once I get to talk to them, yeah, but I yeah. guess like to get to swiping talk. right, you know, yeah. right or left, it's a, it's a different. Those are that's a different kind of judgment that that you know comes into play. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a different different interaction because there's no like they don't have the yeah potential of like talking to you and like actually yeah. realizing because I like, think in oh, in, yeah, in person know. in like a in like a real Some life like face to face situation, it's easier for them to speak to an Asian person because they understand your culture, like going straight to uh, like a, like a Caucasian uh, or like a white person. Yeah. I mean like in Vancouver, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a different story because I feel like hundred percent or close to hundred percent of uh, Vancouver, it's including Caucasians know how to use chopsticks and eat sushi regularly and Chinese food all the time. So they have like a good understanding of like the Asian culture, but say for example, like um, you know, like an Asian person, like a Canadian Chinese person would have a better understanding of where, you know, let's say a Chinese or Japanese girl, uh, you know, comes from when she says what she says, you know, it's, it's easy. It's like, it's like an easier transition. I feel like for, for, for them to like get to know the person. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, And don't forget, like I was using, like I was testing it on a, a predominantly like white focused app okay. right? or like a Western okay. app. Right. So it's like Bumble and like, like, you know, Tinder are like Westernized stuff. So I would assume that possible, they were looking possible, for a more possible. Westernized yeah. thing. Right. So there, there's some things there that like, I, I mm-hmm. there, it wasn't a perfect yeah, experiment, but it was an interesting yeah. experience yeah. with like some interesting results that like, I was like, huh, Maybe there is some some smidget of truth to like why they have this yeah learning English yeah. <laughs> thing on their profile, which is yeah. really like really intentional. It sounds That's like, true. Um, but uh, otherwise, you would just use like the Chinese dating apps. Right? WeChat. Oh, like, you know, WeChat. actually, uh, WeChat has a dating uh, <laughs> dating uh, service. Oh, no, see, there's like community like forums and stuff like that. And yeah, the app WeChat is huge, has everything man. There's like it, so much shit in that. No, uh, like, one thing I found yeah. out recently that that is very interesting is that uh, th- there's an app for specifically for m- the meeting Asian people. Oh, no, 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 is no, it no, East no, meets East? East. It's like 
I forgot. I forgot the name. It's like Meef or something. Meef. M e e. I looked it up. M e e f f. So it's like it's like a it's like an app used to make What's... Korean friends. Oh. Uh, yeah. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. M e e f f. M e e f f. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning when you're no, trying to like learn making Korean. friends with Koreans. So like. So like maybe like yeah people who are like looking to date like Asians or like Koreans, uh, could go on this. Yeah, app. like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's girls that go on that oh, app. Wow. They're looking for oppa. <laughs> oppa is like the Korean equivalent of like onichan, right? <laughs> Senpai, or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of weird that it's like they use the word oppa wow, when it's like like onichan, yeah, right? Yeah. It's kind of weird, right? Is that I probably I would probably um say that it's more of like they use opa in the sense of like the yeah. kohai, um, uh, more of like the senpai mm-hmm. kohai relationship kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's why they use opa. Um, but it's still weird that they use like brother <laughs> as a <laughs> yeah as yeah. a way to like <laughs> call yeah. call someone. Job, but like you take you call anyone older, yeah. right? Uh, a guy that's older, opa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the yeah. Those are those are the Korea boos, mm-hmm. not the Wea boos. <laughs> yeah, I I really wonder what would happen like if like a yeah. a regular Japanese girl goes and dates like this person she thinks is like super white and she wants to learn English, but finds out this Caucasian guy is like the biggest. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Like, and like the biggest like nerd ever. I wonder if she would she, feel she, like and 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 he makes her call that. him like Onichan. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how that would would that I wonder what that would know. feel like. It's like it's like I don't know. It, I mean, <laughs> I wonder if their perception would be turned upside down. Like, yeah, this isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> Because then I can just do the same thing with yeah. with like a regular Japanese and, guy, and and the regular Japanese guy wouldn't be as obsessed about Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that actually happens. Oh man, that would be like the funniest like comedy yeah. show yeah. or a drama show. It would be like um, what was that uh, TV show? Um, yeah. But you know, like, yeah, weeds sometimes like throw me but, off, uh, like, you know, whether it's a guy or girl, because <laughs> they have this like fantasized like expectation about like Japan and the Japanese culture, you know, they and and like they're so obsessed with, yeah, yeah, same thing with Koreans, like, girls yeah. that like really love like Korean stuff. Like they, they think Japan of... is like perfect or like, <laughs> Korea is like you know, it's, weird. it's a country. I mean, it's, it's great um, in its own ways, but, you know, it, it has its own problems. And, you know, it's not exactly a wonderland. You know, I, I hope when you go to Japan and your 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 expectation doesn't get, uh, you know, completely destroyed. Yeah, destroyed. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to the K Koji Podcast. You can find more episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Keep up to date by following us on Twitter and Instagram at K Koji Podcast. If you would like to support the program, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash K Koji.